Hey there, and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Air, founder of whensmytime.com. Now, you'll have noticed that uh, this morning I, I've dispensed with the, the intro music, and um, it's not because I've decided I don't like it or because I've had any feedback to the contrary that uh, I should get rid of it or anything of that sort. It's just that, well, if I tell you the date today, I don't, obviously I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but the date today is the 15th of July 2016. And yesterday was Bastille Day in France, uh, the national day in France. And um, people up and down the country were celebrating. Thousands were gathered in many cities and thousands were gathered in the city of Nice last night on the southern French coast. And um, somebody decided to take a lorry, a truck, and drive into them. And as it stands at the moment, 84 people lie dead and many more injured. We'll come back to that in a moment. This morning I was out for my usual uh, walk with Jack. So every day we... Um, he's my little Jack Russell Terry, by the way, if, if you haven't heard this podcast before. Um, every day uh, we take a, a stroll, and probably out for an hour and a half, two hours most days. And um, one of the great things about having a dog is it is a great conversation starter. You will meet people that um, maybe you've seen in passing many, many times over the years. But if you've got a dog they'll actually um, stop and talk to you. And um, that happened this morning. It was somebody actually who'd just moved into the village. And uh, we fell into conversation and she happened to ask what I do. And I said, well, I do lots of things. One of which is um, I record a, a daily motivational podcast. I said, oh, that's interesting. What are you going to talk about today? And I said, well, I'm going to talk about the dreadful events in Nice last night. And she said, oh, gosh, in a motivational podcast. And I, I said, yes. And, and, and let me explain a little bit about that, if I can. You see, a lot of people think motivation is being sort of up all the time, being rah-rah, being all buoyant and ebullient and, and, um, and just screaming and, and, you know, swinging from the rafters. And Motivation is not that. Not in my mind, anyway. Motivation is about getting on with it, recognising the task, setting yourself goals, and doing what you need to do to achieve them. That's motivation. And sometimes that can be tough. And that's when perhaps at times it is good to have the uh, more rara attitude and, and gung-ho. But I tell you, that is not going to get you all the way through. Sometimes it's just head down and get on with it. And that's why I want to talk about the events of yesterday. Now, it would be tragic enough if that was an isolated incident. 84 people dead. It's unbelievable. Many of them children. I, I, I just cannot begin to imagine the twisted mindset that makes anyone think that that's a good thing to do. I, I, it just beggars belief. And it would be bad enough if that was an isolated incident. But you'll probably know that it wasn't an isolated incident. There have been many, many attacks, some even more deadly than that this year. In fact, only earlier this week, I mentioned the shootings of two innocent men by police in the US and the reprisals that saw five policemen killed. Not so long ago, there was a dreadful attack on the club in Orlando. There was the awful attack in which many, many more people died in Baghdad. And we've seen the horror that's been acted out in Aleppo, all through twisted ideologies. Now, the reason I want to talk about that today is because it 
matters how we react. Now, I don't profess to understand the, the intricacies of all the political and religious reasons why these things arise, how that could have been avoided, and I think we can all learn. Uh, there was a thing in the UK, if you happen to be in the UK, called the Chilcot Report, which was just released after many, many years in preparation, two, two million six hundred thousand words, looking at the Iraq war, in which Tony Blair and George W. Bush took us into a war that many people at the time said, don't do it. I'm sure it gives those people no pleasure whatsoever to say, we told you so. I'm not going to comment on the rights and wrongs on that. I know what I feel about it, but I don't feel qualified to offer that as fact. That's purely what I feel about it. And I know there are people who are currently working, how successful they are, at, uh, I, I don't know, in averting and preventing such attacks that we saw last night. Clearly that one, they weren't successful in preventing that one, or the one in Orlando, or the ones in Baghdad, or any one of the dozens of places around the world that we've seen dreadful, dreadful attacks this year. So I can't influence any of that, but what I can do is influence how I react to it. Now, that doesn't mean to say I'm not saddened by it. I'm saddened and devastated by it. But it doesn't help. It doesn't help at all if we simply curl up, wring our hands and say, isn't this dreadful? I remember a story on the day of the 7-7 attack in London. And this was shortly after the bombs had gone off that killed so many people. There were bombs in the tube and the underground system and one on a bus that ripped the top off a bus. And it was an awful event. But one thing that shone out, one memory that shone out to me was the story of a nearby building site, which was abandoned by the lads working on the building site. Not because they were going home, knocking off for the day. No, because they were going to find the, the accident and emergency department of the hospital to where many of the victims were going, so they could ask to give blood. These lads never given blood before. That was their first reaction. What can we do? What can we do now to help? When I saw that story, when I heard that story, I knew then that the terrorists will never win. They will never win, while ever there is that spirit. Those lads showed that good will always win. Good will always win, because it will bounce back. It will look to do the right thing always. So how should we react to the dreadful news yesterday? And no doubt that won't be the last time we have such dreadful news this year. How should you and I react to that? Well, I'd say that we owe it to those 84 people who died yesterday to make the best of our lives. They're, they're not going to get the chance. They're not going to get the chance to fulfil their dreams. They're not going to get the chance to impact on the lives that they would have impacted on had they lived a long and full life. They're not going to get the chance to gain the significance. I'd say that we owe it to those people who died there, to those people who died in Orlando, to those people who died in Baghdad, to those people who died in Aleppo, to those people who died in the countless other atrocities that have happened. All people going about their normal business, all people like you and me, who started their day in the same way as they always started, but they didn't live to see the end of it. I'd say we owe it to them to live our lives on purpose to decide what it is we want to do, to decide how we want to be of significance to others, how we want to impact on others' lives for the good. Because that way 
you and I can have an effect. That way, you and I can impact upon this horror that we see around us. Depressing as it is, we don't need to get depressed about it. Yes, we can feel sad. Yes, we can shed tears. Yes, we can do all of that. We can mourn those who have gone. And it's right that we should. But we don't serve their memory by closing in on ourselves, by hating other people. In the last few weeks in the UK, since the vote to leave the European Union, we've seen a huge rise in hate crimes, in racial crimes, in things that I thought I'd seen the back of 40 years ago in this country. And it's born of ignorance, and and genuine ignorance. I, I mean that. It's born of poor education. It's predominantly in deprived areas, but it's whipped up by people who are far from deprived. And we've seen that before in the past. I know history, history has many lessons to teach us on that. But as I say, it's born of ignorance. So we can help by educating. We can help by demonstrating that these mindsets are wrong. They're flawed. Clearly, when an attack happens like last night, the first thing is to speculate that it's a terrorist attack. And most likely, that will be the case. Quite likely, it will be found that it's an Islamic extremist. But the key word is that second one. It's extremist. I, like you, I'm sure, have friends who are Muslim. I have friends who are Jewish. Friends from all over the world, of faith and no faith. None of them is any closer, not one of them is any closer to sharing the ideals of the person perpetrating that attack last night than I am. It's crazy to assume that. Yet there are people out there who would claim that. And it's simply not true. Now, I hadn't intended this to be in any way a, a political podcast. I don't intend it to be political. But there are times when politics invades our lives. In fact, one could argue it's there all the time. So to return to my original point, you and I can change things. We can influence things. Not by grand gestures, but by the way we choose to live our lives. By the way we choose to influence other people. By the impact that we have on their lives. By the significance we gain. And by being motivated. Look, if this has helped you in any way, and you think it could be of help to people you know, tell them about it. I'm not going to ask you to go over to iTunes today and leave a review and make a joke about the stars or anything of that, because I'm feeling sad. I'm motivated, but I'm feeling sad. But tell other people about it, because it might help them. I've been Ozzy founder of whensmytime.com. And if you don't mind, I'm going to end with a different piece of music. And I also think it would serve as well to um, remember the, the words upon which the French Republic were founded. Liberté, égalité et fraternité. Liberty, equality and brotherhood. Jusque dans nos bras, égorger nos fils, nos compas.